Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. But let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from throwaway mama mia and says my 29 female husband 30 male has been going out with his co-worker 23 female lately we've been together for eight years and married for over a year now he's been working in this company after he graduated from college i've never heard him talk about any of his co-workers because he's not really that kind of guy who tried so hard to make a connection with other people he's very introverted and likes to be in his bubble Sadly, he's just the type of guy that's easy to approach and talk with. He doesn't know that, but I've been with him for eight years. He's very calm, funny, and quirky. These past few months, my husband has been mentioning this poor girl. I remembered a lot of bullshit happened to her this year. That's why my husband is trying to uplift her. My husband does not usually do that. He doesn't usually give a fuck about anyone. He asked me if I'm cool if he'd bring this girl to a bar and I asked if I could come along and he said that he doesn't really want to stir up awkwardness between me and her, especially he's trying to comfort her after she had this recent breakup. He showed me her picture. She's really obviously young and very pretty. I've read their conversations and it hurts sometimes that my husband always initiates the conversation. They have been going out every Saturday. I told him I'm starting to feel uncomfortable with this friendship. He said that there's nothing to worry about and that he's just helping her out. It's like a female-to-female friendship. I don't know what he's trying to point out, but everything between them two scares the shit out of me. My husband still lets me read their conversation from time to time, and the fuck, it hurts me that he responds to her faster more than me. I hate how he kept apologizing whenever this girl left her on red. It's like I'm fucking reading how my husband begged this girl to give him some of her attention and time and I can't take it anymore. I don't know how I'd approach him because it's always ended up that I'm feeling this for nothing, that there's nothing to worry about. I told him that I want to meet her and he said, for what reason? I don't know what to do anymore. I don't even think she knew that my husband is married. And that last paragraph really made me think when you said, I don't know how I would approach him because it always ended up, I'm feeling this for nothing and there's nothing to worry about. And I told him I want to meet her and he said, for what reason? And that instantly jumped into my head, your last sentence that, does she even know that he's married? Which, you know, might be unfair to say, and I may have read one too many Reddit stories, but it certainly did just pop into my head. And I know many male or female colleagues who's gone out with the opposite sex after work for a quick drink or gone to lunch with them, etc. But where it really struck me is that it's like an every Saturday. They've been going out every Saturday. But to me, I got to say, it doesn't feel right to me. But Irish Cathy says, no woman I know would go out weekly with a married man and not understand exactly what is happening. Put your foot down. Saturday you go with him or he takes you on a date. 
not his 23-year-old friend. This is nonsense. He's cheating, if not physically, emotionally, and he is trying to get away with it in plain sight. Not okay. Mysterious Prize replies to that and says, Hmm, I don't know. I'm friends with many women I have worked with, and I know a few other married guys that are friends with women as well. I've gone out for lunch or dinner one-on-one -on -one many times. I always tell my wife about it and, if available, invite her to join us too. That's the weird part of this to me is that he is actively blocking his wife from interacting with her. Also, I always respond to my wife faster than anyone else. Point is though, I think it is very possible for men to be strictly friends with women or any folks to be strictly friends with whatever gender they may happen to be attracted to. Irish Cathy then responds to that and says, friends, sure, occasional one-on-one -on -one lunch or dinner, okay. But a standing Saturday night date without your spouse? Nope. Madtown Mitch says, not okay. If he still won't introduce her to you, he's having an affair or wants to. Going out with her instead of you once is one thing. Multiple times on Saturday nights, you need to tell him to break it off now. Full stop. Basic Escape replies to that and says, this has to end. Calmly state that you need him to distance himself from her as this is making you uncomfortable and you are his wife and therefore come first. It is non-negotiable. He has given her plenty of his, your time to get over a breakup. Now it is your expectation that you'll be going out together on Saturday nights, etc. Nick says, the way he started to clearly blur a boundary and get you to be on board with what he's up to is straight up wrong. You know this isn't right, you just don't know how far it's gone. You have a very uncomfortable conversation to have with him and a very difficult decision to make afterwards, if I had to guess. He needs to admit that this isn't okay and cut her out. Something tells me he won't be willing to do that. And one more from Every Jump who says he wants to cheat or he already is. He's trying to cheer her up over a breakup. Pretty sure she has friends that can do that and he refuses to introduce you because of awkwardness, lol. Add to the fact that you said normally doesn't give a fuck about people, but now he cares about an attractive 23-year-old woman. So then OP comes in with her first update which says, After this post, I approached my husband that I want him to stop seeing this girl every Saturday unless he would bring me along. He told me that I'm not making any sense, that he could just bring me and why I'm making this a big deal. I asked him if this girl knew he's married and based on his reaction, I knew that she doesn't know he's married. He said that would brush the fact that he's married in her face. I called him names and he got so upset. I took his phone and go through every single app. He's been messaging her from time to time. I found out he gave her a very expensive gift that was worth almost $1,000. I was hella pissed about it. We had a joint and personal account. A lot of things happened after this post that my brain couldn't process everything. I've threatened him that I will tell this girl I'm his wife and she's being a homewrecker. He said he will never forgive me if he ruined this one and only friendship he had. I told him that he doesn't make any sense that he's being disrespectful to our relationship. He said that he doesn't feel the love ever since we got married. He's never been this happy, excited and content with anyone. I ended up messaging a girl. She said that she doesn't know he's married and was very apologetic about it. He was so mad and left the house. I don't know what to do. I've been calling his phone, but he's not picking up. I messaged the girl if she's with him. She said he's not there. That she just got into a breakup and a lot of things happened to her, so she doesn't want to be involved with anyone. She was so sorry. If she would have known he was married, she would never have bothered going out with him. I found out... She just started working there three months ago. 
I have so many questions in my mind. Opie then updated again and says, I haven't told any of my family and friends about this. I felt embarrassed, very ugly and pathetic right now. The last thing I want to see on their face is the pity face. I don't want anyone to feel sorry for me. My husband went back around 3am and we talked about it. He said he could no longer see me in his future ever since we got married. The reason why he has been working a lot was he does not want me to be around. I asked him why did he wait because we've been married for a year. He thought his feelings will eventually, he thought his feelings will come eventually. That is just a phase and there's no way his love for me will be gone overnight. But every day just feels worse for him. He doesn't want me anymore, that he thinks it's totally over and we could even be friends. He said that throughout our married life, he moved on. I felt the ultimate betrayal. I told him that we could go for couples counseling and work it out. He cried and says he doesn't want to be stuck anymore. It's not about his co-worker anymore, it's about what he felt in our relationship. He cried and asked for divorce while I'm crying and begging him not to. I'm so confused and I don't know what to do. I felt like I was a good partner. I asked him about his co-worker if they ever had sex. He said that he genuinely cares and likes her. He's getting to know her more bullshit, but he thinks she doesn't see him that way. Nothing happened between them. I asked him about the money he spent on her. He said that he bought her a Christmas gift. I'm in so much pain that I felt numb that I couldn't believe this is happening to me. I think this will be my last update. I guess I'll be welcoming 2023 as a fucking divorced woman. And I know OP said they didn't want pity, they don't want sympathy or anything like that, but you gotta feel sorry for someone who's gone through this. Been married for a year and then find out, you know, throughout that marriage, someone didn't love you and they were just hoping that their feelings would come back. It's gotta be fucking hard to hear, man. And the fact that he's basically been trying to get with someone else this whole time. And I hope for OP over time, you know, that they realize that this is going to be the best for them. But obviously it's going to hurt, but you don't want to be with someone that doesn't love you and has treated you like they have in this particular post. You deserve way better than that. But what do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And I spotted a bit of a different story for our next one today that I wanted to read because I found, I found it quite interesting myself. I'm not sure if you will, but it's about someone who turns to Reddit when their, their brother is in danger of dying in the Buffalo Blizzard of 2022. And the original post was from June DZA man who says, I need urgent help. But before we get to that post, there was some general info from the poster who says, Buffalo, New York is known for its snowy winters, but the blizzard of 2022 has been called the storm of a lifetime. 48 inches, 122 centimeters of snow fell in about 48 hours. With the wind chill, the temperature was minus 30 Fahrenheit slash minus 34 Celsius. The conditions were so bad that emergency services were suspended. 40 people died. So then the I need urgent help post says, my brother got stuck in his car this afternoon. He's near, the address removed. He is running out of gas. We tried our best to reach out to the fire department, police and tow companies, but didn't get any help yet. Please, someone help me. Any help or suggestion would be really appreciated. Then someone commented on that post who was a local volunteer firefighter who says, volunteer firefighter here. Our trucks cannot move in this snow. We are getting stuck. 
We cannot get to anyone at the moment. At least 50% of the town's fire apparatus are stuck somewhere. I hate to say this, but if you can contact him, tell him help is probably not coming. He's going to have to get resourceful. Knock on doors, do something. There is nothing we can do at the moment. We are snowed in the fire hall. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Then another commenter called Spore211215 says, I live close by. I can bring some gas and some warm clothes possibly. If he's up for it, I can walk him back to that fire hall. I live near that area. And then Spore, the person who says that they can volunteer to help, made their own post. Who says, saw another post on here saying someone was stuck on street removed near crab apples. But I think to myself, hey, I only live about half a mile from there. I bet I could help this person and make the decision to go. He's been stuck there all day and his clothes got wet from the snow trying to leave, so I knew he was in need of help. So I'm getting myself ready. I grab what little gas I have. I grab some food and water in case he needs any and some new warm clothes and a blanket for him. Then I gear myself up. I put on some thick hiking socks, sweatpants, a backpack to carry my gear, puffy snow pants, a Hanes white tee, two sweaters, a jacket, a high-vis vest, thick leather winter gloves insulated winter muck boots, a headband and a motorcycle helmet to try and combat the snow and wind. So it's time to head out. It's about 11 p.m. Wind gusts are still ripping outside and snowdrifts can bring the visibility down to zero. The motorcycle helmet is a mixed bag of help and having snow stuck in my face, but overall a good choice. Now let me tell you that going to get this man was difficult. I'm a taller man myself, so the snow banks weren't as much of a struggle for me. But unfortunately, when the snow drifts go up to my mid-thigh and every step has my foot drop all the way down in the snow with no resistance, it leads to walking becoming a big task in itself. So I'm making my way down the street and it is difficult. I get that I'm wearing a motorcycle helmet and it's hard to breathe in that, but even when the visor is lifted, it was still hard to breathe. Not only from the snow constantly blowing in my face, but also the fact that it was hard to walk. I'm in decent shape, but walking through those drifts is no easy task. Eventually, I make it down my street and a few streets over, switching between easier and near impossible spots of walking along the way. I get to an automotive business and their building blocked a lot of the snow, which let me walk like normal for once in a long while. I keep tracking, but I'm near a main road without buildings as densely packed, so the snow drifts are blinding at points and I need to focus on buildings and objects to know where I'm going. Eventually, I make it to the man's car after a good 
40 minutes of walking when I only traveled 0.6 miles. So I get to the car and give him some clothes because that's mostly what he was interested in. Didn't care for any gas or food or water, but I made sure to offer it to him to be sure. He changes and gets ready to make the trek himself with my help. After a few minutes, he is ready and we are on our way. He says he talked with someone and he has a house he can go to to be warm and safe for the night that is about 0.3 miles away. All right, sounds good. Let's head there. We make our way there. The man is not well dressed for the weather, but you gotta work with what you've got. He has regular sneakers on, his pants and my snow pants I gave him, the hat I gave him, the sweater I gave him and his shirt underneath. He throws a blanket on his head as kind of protection against the wind and snow. It's bad out. My tracks from just a few minutes ago are all but gone, but I know the way I'm going so it's all right. We walk up the road to cross the street and quickly cross the street. It's hard to see or hear anything so we can't really tell if a plow is coming so we act fast to try and stay safe. Then we make it to the side street. Well, needless to say, that street hasn't been plowed in ages. Snow drifts near my chest and no paths available, so it's time to trailblaze and make our own. We need to make it maybe like 9 or 10 houses into the street, but with snow like this, we are barely progressing at all. I'm dressed for the condition, so I'm only getting tired. The man I'm helping isn't doing great. Snow is accumulating on his face and he occasionally falls in the snowbanks and needs to recover. When we get near houses that block the wind, we take a break and relax because we need the energy to make it to the house and can't give up. While eventually through more struggles, we eventually make it to the house. About 0.3 miles in, 30 or so minutes. The person living in the house graciously let us both in. I recover by warming up a little bit. The snow that accumulated on me just starts dripping and melting, which I know is a bad sign for me, so I make it stop short so I'm not drenched in water on my trek back. The man I helped is very thankful and gets comfortable and warm for the first time in hours. But I can't stay long, so I tell him I'm glad that he is safe. Thank the homeowner slash renter slash whoever the man that let me in was. Now, on my way back home, it's a few minutes after midnight. Made it about a mile in about an hour. Not great, but it is what it is. It's another 0.6 or so miles home. My phone is getting caked with ice at this point, but surprisingly keeps working throughout the whole trip without any issues. Time to make my way back. I can actually see my trail this time, so I utilize my previous steps to, to try and make my walk back a little bit easier. I'm starting to struggle, but I know I can't stop. Eventually, I make it back to Street Removed and see a front loader messing around with some snow from assuming an emergency vehicle traffic. His windows are all iced and fogged up and I can't tell if he even sees me. I've got my mission so I stay the hell out of his way and keep going. I give a wave and thumbs up and keep making my way back home. Cross street removed quick because now I know the plows are around so I gotta be out their way. Back into my neighborhood, now my trail is gone but I know where I'm going or at least I think I do. I keep making my way. I take a pit stop and call the girlfriend at home and let her know I'm okay and all that jazz so she can relax. Phone call ends and I keep making my way. Snow is blocking up my visor and I have been constantly raising and lowering it this whole trip. Fog and ice is really blocking my vision so I essentially need to keep my visor up to see and only lower it to catch my breath or block the heavy snow gusts. My progress is really slowing now and my right leg is starting to hurt. Feels like I'm pulling something near my hip. Oh well. 
That's unfortunately not something I can dwell on while in the streets in a snowstorm. I keep making my way at a severely reduced pace and take a turn onto my street. Unfortunately, I was a bit exhausted and confused and made the turn one street too early and realized that about halfway down the street. Where are my options? I decided I can't really keep going forward here without risking wasting even more time trying to get home. So I backtracked to where I made the wrong turn and continue on the correct path. Eventually, I made it one street further and make my correct turn. I am getting exhausted and my leg is really starting to bother me. No matter, gotta keep going. I hook a left and I'm on the final stretch home. But trail is gone again, so I'm on my own for making a path. Snowdrifts are getting bad and extremely difficult to get through. I start counting my paces and can only make between 10 to 25, usually only 10, before I need to stop and catch my breath gotta keep going. That trail's on for a while. Eventually, I start walking right up against people's houses if the snowdrift made a path to walk where there was less snow. I'm close to home but very, very tired. Thankfully, for the most part, the snow is at least at my back on this path. I keep struggling but can't give up. I'm making nearly no progress but I gotta get home. Eventually, I can see my house light but still have little energy to make it there. 10 steps, 10 steps, 10 steps. I'm close. I see the last section of snow to near my house. Five steps. My leg is really hurting. Five steps. Boom. Home. I'm exhausted and ready to drop. I make it in the door. Girlfriend helps take off all my clothes and backpack and whatnot. I'm caked in snow but stayed warm throughout. I tried to take my helmet off but the snow caked on the back of my head so much that my hair had ice in it that made them stuck together and she needed to melt the ice with her hand to get it off. I have a check me for frostbite and surprisingly there's none to be found, which I might debate. At the time of writing this my ears are still a bit numb and funny feeling but nothing of much concern here. Almost like the feeling of Novocaine at the dentist but to a much lesser extent. And then I relax. She has hot cocoa ready for me as I walked in and I'm just getting to relax now. I earned this hot chocolate. Mission success. Helped a man get home safe and got home myself. Then the homeowner themselves replies to that post with, Thank you, man. You saved the guy's life. May Allah bless you. I'm the homeowner who you guys came in. For a second, I thought you were a first responder with your motorcycle helmet on. Lol. It's a happy ending story. The man stayed in my house two nights and he headed out this morning. He helped me clean some snow off my driveway before he left. He arrived in his home safe. His car is still stuck on the road. Thank you once again. Spore replied saying, you helped save him too. Thank you for letting him stay with you. You're a hero for letting him in. No problem at all. Then an update from the original OP again who says, Last night I made a post asking for help for my brother who was stranded in the snow. After posting I got a lot of suggestions and advice. Then from nowhere this man came and offered this help. Shout out to this kind human, Angel, Spore, for helping my brother out of the snow in Buffalo last night. This man deserves all the love and prayers and gratitude for risking his own life to help save the life of a stranger. My family will be forever indebted to him, and I just want to help spread his story in hopes of spreading some good news during this holiday season. Please help me in making this local story known. Thank you, and happy holidays. What an absolutely terrifying tale. And, you know, I had to keep going, going back. So, you know, he 
he posted this story so he's still with us all the way through because that sounded absolutely scary. I don't think I've ever experienced snow up to my ankles before. When we had snow a couple of months ago, I mean, I think it was like not even a centimeter of snow and it was posts everywhere on Twitter and like chaos in the UK and it was like snow plows going across this like, as I said, not even a centimeter of snow. Just insanely ridiculous. But I would hate to think what would have happened if no one came out to that guy. You said yourself you went out relatively well equipped with snow gear and a helmet and all this kind of stuff and, and the gentleman in the car wasn't well equipped and he was already wet so if he eventually did have to leave his car from getting too cold, run out of gas and the heaters packed up or whatever happened, what would have happened to him? Would he have made it? You literally saved someone's life. It's a true Reddit legend post. You know, usually these posts become legends because, you know, because of something insane like the poo knife story or something like that. But this is a hero story. And it got me tearing up towards the end. I tear up over anything these days, but, but a human seeing another human in dire need and going out to help them, to save them, is, is just absolutely incredible. Well done to you, Spore. And I'm glad that your family is safe. Jun Zazman. Oh, sorry, I can't pronounce your name. But now I'm going to turn it to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Maybe some of you experienced that that blizzard and let me know your thoughts. Let me know your experiences and what you went through and what you saw. I'd love to hear about it. As I said, in the UK, we don't get nothing like that at all. Minus 30. And I just done a quick Google of like the UK's record lowest temperature and it was minus 27.2 and that's in Scotland somewhere. Not sure how accurate that is, but you know, but comparing it to this post where it's like minus 30 Fahrenheit, minus 34 Celsius. Insane. And 48 inches of snow. It's incredible and incredibly scary at the same time. Anyway, let me know your thoughts. Just huge thank you for sticking with me today, sticking with the story, showing your love towards the post, towards one another. Absolutely incredible. Thank you so, so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care. And much love. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com